We are calling, I've called this little message, uh, it's, a, it, it's about Vision Sunday, and it's about our vision, but I'm calling this Rooted in Christ. Can you say that with me? Rooted in Christ. You'll see why this theme is going to play into everything that we're going to do. So we were working on a five-year plan from 2016 to the end of 2020, and we called it our 2020 vision. And there were certain things that we wanted to accomplish by the end of 2020. We wanted to have around about 20 small groups with about 20 people in each one, 2020. It was the year 2020, it was 2020 vision, and it was based on Acts 2020. So there was a, there was a lot of coherence in everything that we were doing. But we had set goals, and some of them were quite ambitious goals. We wanted to break the 800 barrier, to be a church of about 1,000 people, including children and youth and so on, and uh, to have a, num a certain number of groups and a certain number of things established. And then, when everything went crazy earlier on in 2020, the last year of our vision, we weren't sure how we were going to finish but remember, it's Jesus who is building His church. And even when we're not able to do everything that we want to do, that we feel called to do, Jesus can still build His church. And by the end of 2020, we found out that we had accomplished and surpassed every goal that we had set at the beginning of the, that five years. And so what came next well, you know, the Scriptures say this, the Scriptures say, a vision fulfilled is a tree of life. A vision fulfilled is a tree of life, Proverbs chapter 13, verse 12. So, if our vision as a church was now fulfilled, that meant we were to now be a tree of life. And so, we're going to get into that in just a moment, what exactly a tree of life is. We want to be fruitful. We want to be, uh, uh, to be growing. We want to have our roots going down deep into Christ. We'll have a look at all of that in a minute. But as we've started to do that, we have, uh, we've discovered that over, over the last year or so, we are now beginning to connect with people all over the place. I want to just show you some statistics that we have. Could you put the, those statistics up? Do you know that Gateway now has 1,099? And if you're a first-time visitor, join today and make it a nice even number, okay? 1,099 people who are part of Gateway Alliance Church. If you have a look at our online connection as well, we have 29,000 views on YouTube, 3,000 unique viewers, 9,000 watched hours. We have over, as well as 1,000 people who are part of the church, we've got well over 1,000 who are also subscribers to our YouTube channel. And we've got Facebook followers on Facebook, one and a half thousand hours of our, our services were watched on Facebook last year, all over the world. Look at this next slide. Have a look at this. The next one. That's all the places that people are watching us. The gray, no one's watching us in the gray. Every color, 
We have people watching us. In some places, it's just two or three people. In other places, it's a little group that sit in the house and join our services as a watch party. I mean, look at this. Argentina, Australia. I can't read what that word underneath says over here. Belgium, Brazil, Burundi, Canada, we've got people in Canada watching us, Denmark, Dominican Republic, Germany, Hungary, Myanmar, New Zealand, Nicaragua, South Africa, Singapore, the United Kingdom, Trinidad and Tobago, Sweden, the USA. In fact, if you look at our YouTube um, uh, comments and our Facebook comments, you'll see sometimes, I noticed last week somebody posted, we're binge watching your videos from Dallas, Texas. And so you see that quite often. You'll see people commenting on where they're watching for. So, from. So, not only did we achieve all the goals we set, we never set any of these goals. And yet, Gateway is now making an impact all over the place. And so we are beginning to bear fruit. A vision fulfilled means you become a tree of life. So let's just talk about becoming a tree of life. Let's just have a look at this. If we can move on to the next slide, please. A tree of life. So a tree of life has a, every tree has a root system. It also, also has a main trunk, and out of that main trunk, branches grow. Now, we are beginning, to, this year, we are beginning to look at Gateway through that lens of being a tree of life. We fulfilled our 2020 vision, now we should be a tree of life. Well, what is a tree of life? What, what is a living, fruit-bearing tree like? Well, first of all, no tree will ever be stronger or better than its root system. And so, because we're beginning this this year, we want to focus this year on the root system. We want to focus on being rooted in Christ. We want to focus on being grounded in the Word of God. And we want to focus on being watered by the Spirit. You know, the Bible says, may your roots go down deep into the soil of God's love. May your life be grounded in Him. And so we want to be individuals, and we want to be a church, and we want everything that we do as a church to be rooted in Christ and in Christ alone as our Savior, as our guide, and as head of the church. We want to be grounded in the Word and to really be living the Scriptures, and we want to be like trees uh, oak trees by the streams of water whose roots are watered by the Holy Spirit, and we want to be led by the Holy Spirit. The week after Easter, we're going to start a three-part message series called Rooted, and we're going to look at these three things, being rooted in Christ, being grounded in the Word of God, and being watered by the Spirit. Listen, church, if we're like that, if we grow in our knowledge of the Scriptures, grow in our experience of the Holy Spirit, and always keep Jesus Christ central and Lord in all that we do, then that root system will nourish everything else that we do as a church. 
So if our Sunday service is here and our building and our property and all that happens in it, if that's the main trunk of the church, Christ, the Holy Spirit, the Word of God is what our roots are going into, but this building and our Sunday services are the main trunk of the church, we also have a branch of the church that ministers to different parts of the family. Our family ministries branch, and that's our gateway groups, gateway kids, gateway youth. And, you know, I'm about, in a moment, I'm about to mention a couple of new projects we're going to be focusing on. But I want you to know that we are not neglecting anything else to do these new projects. The trunk of the of the tree is vitally important, just as important as the roots. Because if you chop the trunk down, if you neglect the trunk, nothing's going to grow out of it. And so what we do here on a Sunday, what we do here in the building, uh, our main trunk of the tree will continue to be nourished by the roots. And so will our family ministries branch, our gateway groups are still vitally important to us. Our gateway kids and our gateway youth are still our major ministries in the church for age groups. And we believe that they will continue to grow, will continue to bear fruit, and we are always continually looking for new volunteers to join that branch as well. Um, but there's two new things that we, that we want to do. We want to begin to sprout a new branch this year. And we also want the, the, the main trunk to begin to grow bigger and stronger as well. What are the three main things we do on a Sunday? We worship God, we teach the Word of God, we offer prayer for people. And so, we really believe that not only will we continue to do those things on a Sunday, but here in the building, in the main trunk, over time, we will see these three things develop into ministries that happen throughout the week. You know, we pray for people. Eventually, we believe that God's going to lead us to have a house of prayer here in the building. We already do that in seat forum. You know, we do prayer and prophecy nights, and we've had Holy Spirit encounter nights, and we have a prayer team and things like that. But we believe that eventually, when the time is right, when the Holy Spirit leads, when the right people are raised up, at some point in the future, we will have a house of prayer here. What we do on a Sunday, a little bit, we will do throughout the week a lot more. We also worship here on a Sunday, and eventually, a worship center will be here, whatever that looks like. I don't know. There might be classes, and there might be seminars, and there might be all kinds of things. Whenever the time is right, however the Holy Spirit leads, um, as He raises people up, at some point we believe that we won't just worship here on a Sunday, but there will be a worship ministry come out of here um, throughout the week as well. And the other thing we do is we teach the Word of God here on a Sunday. But we want to be teaching the Word of God here at other times as well. And you know, in seed forum, we've tried that in the past. Everything that we, every new thing, we've already done it a little bit. We've had academy nights and seminars and master classes and things like that. And in a moment, I'm going to show you how we're now going to shape those into a proper ministry here in the church. 
Um, and that will help the root system. It'll help people get grounded into these things. We also want to grow out a new branch that we are calling our ecclesias, our ecclesia network. And the ecclesias are like, and the word ecclesia is the Greek word for church. An ecclesia might look a little bit like one of our gateway groups to begin with. And then you, the closer you get to it, you might see, oh, actually, it's not just a gateway group. They do a little bit more th than that. I want to just share with you the difference between our gateway groups and our ecclesia. Even though we've actually always had a few little things like the ecclesias, just like we've always had prayer ministry, we've always had academy nights and things like that, our gateway groups, gateway groups tend to focus on one or two things. You know, we've had, I, I don't know exactly what groups we've got running right now, but we've had groups that are things like this. A keep fit class is one of our groups. A men's Bible study. Um, Whatever it may be, it tends to be one thing. It might be a Bible study. It might be a fellowship event. It might be an activity. Somebody told me there's a getting together to watch Oilers games group or something like that. So, like, it's doing one thing. Is that right? So, it's doing one thing, right? Or maybe one or two things. And the leaders of our gateway groups are volunteers. They are some of our key volunteers because they're taking on a group. And they know that the group starts on such and such a date, and it runs for so many weeks, and then it stops, and there's a break. And during that time, they're going to be doing A, B, and C in their group. Um, they're not expected to, like, counsel people and baptize people and, and all that kind of stuff. They're only expected to do the thing their group is about. And sometimes someone knows, I know I'm good at this. I'm not good at that, that, or that, but I'm good at this. I enjoy doing it. Other people enjoy when I do it. I'm going to lead a group. I know what I'm about, and I know what I'm doing. And other people can tie into that group based on a common interest. An ecclesia may look like a group. It may have the same number of people. It might be eight to 14 people or something like that. It might meet in a home. It might meet in a cafe. Um, it might meet in a restaurant like our Alpha course did. But they're not just doing one thing. They're like a little mini church. They're going to do everything that, that churches do. They're going to do worship and prayer and Bible study and spiritual gifts and communion and uh, baptism. And if they find a demon, they'll cast it out. And if somebody's sick, they'll heal them. You know, all that stuff. They'll do everything um, in there, but in a, mini, in a mini forum. Now, that, that might be a slightly new concept to some people, but worldwide, that's not a new concept. So, do we have Africans here? Give me a wave if you're from Africa. I know we've certainly got Adam Ola and his family here, right? Africans know this for sure. If you're an African or been to Africa, this is a common thing. You say to somebody, what church do you go to? Oh, I go to that church there. It's a branch church, they say. It's a branch church. It's a branch church of such and such a church. What does that mean? Uh, when I first went to Africa, I didn't know what that meant, and I realized that such and such a church was the main church, but this church had sprouted little branches to other areas that they actually call a branch church, and I like the name of that because 
We have branches in our trees. And so, that's what we're talking about with ecclesias. And, and I guess there's different kinds. Really, we're talking about many churches, cafe churches, home churches, churches in offices. That, that's really what we're kind of focusing on. And, you know, there's already some of our gateway groups look a little bit like that anyway. Um, and maybe some new things will start up. Some of these mini churches could be in the Edmonton area. They might still come here on a Sunday morning, but have groups in the Edmonton area. Some might be further away, you know, and they maybe only they might come here once a month. Some might be in other provinces or other countries, and they never actually get to our building, but they're worshiping there. They're baptizing people there. They're doing Bible studies there, and all their leaders are connecting online with a, with a support group that we will have to provide training and support and all that for them there. So, when we're thinking of ecclesias, we're thinking mainly mini churches, house churches, cafe churches, business churches. But you know, another th an, an idea came to me last year that I had never thought of before, and it was during the lockdown. And it was when a few people said to me, look, we're, we're not, after the lockdown, they said, oh, we're, we're continuing to join online, but we've got our whole family there, and we're having family church. And as I began to speak to people, I realized, you know, there may even be some families that the mother and father might say, I would like to do the Ecclesia elder training and treat my, my home, my family as a little household of faith, a little mini church amongst their families, and so we could do that as well. You know, we might have a mini church that meets in a cafe on White Ave or something like that, and after a couple of years, the leaders say, we've got 60 people here now, and we want to rent the movie theater and be a Sunday morning campus from Gateway. That's possible too. In fact, any expression of church coming out of Gateway, that's what that word covers. Just so you know, we already have little embryonic ecclesias starting and connecting with us. On Vancouver Island, as I've already mentioned, in Pakistan, we have people that we connect with. It's a little group of Christian orphans who are also slaves, but have someone looking after them, sharing the gospel, making sure they're fed, and all of that kind of stuff. And soon, I have a, uh, I know a family in Northern Europe who contacted me recently and said, we feel that God is leading us to move to Spain and establish a gateway ecclesia there and connect online with everything that we're doing. And so, that is what our ecclesias are. And, you know, we are not, we, are, we want to be led by the Holy Spirit. We want to continue to water our gateway groups, gateway kids, and gateway youth. And as the Holy Spirit leads, maybe a little, bra a little twig will grow out to begin with. It's not a branch yet. If we had two or three more little ecclesias by the end of this year, I'd be happy with that. Even if just a twig is, sprint, is, is, is beginning to, to grow out, we want God to lead the way. And so we're looking to Him, and we're not going to set goals and then use our human effort to try and accomplish them. We want it to be by the leading of the Spirit. So this year, we are looking to establish, as, as God 
stirs people's hearts and they say, we want to do this. And as the Holy Spirit leads to establish ecclesias, not just three in other countries or provinces, but also here in our area, that they are our ecclesias. The, the second project that we're starting this year will be Gateway Academy. Now, you know, we've already done academy nights before, and we would take a, a subject and say, you can come along on a Wednesday night for the next few weeks, and we're going to teach on this subject. But we have never actually developed a, propu, a, a, pop, a proper, a proper one-year school of ministry course with multiple teachers involved in it, but we are starting it this year. Starting in September, we will begin our Gateway Academy School of Ministry, and we're going to focus on three things. Number one, biblical knowledge, because, you know, lots of Christians know lots of quotes from the Bible. I can do all things through Christ. John 3.16, things like that. They know lots of quotes from the Bible, but then they'll say things like, Did, was King David before? Before Moses or after him? And, and who's this Zephaniah dude? I mean, he's written a whole book. I've never even heard of him before. And so, what we want to do is help you be grounded in the Word. So, we want to focus on biblical knowledge so that you can, if you sign up for the course, you will learn the Bible, on personal discipleship so that you have a strong, growing faith and personal relationship with God, and in ministry mentorship, discovering your gifts, talents, and ministries, and the dreams that God has put on your heart, and then helping you become everything that God has called you to be. That's going to be a one-year course. It's going to be three semesters. If we look at the next slide here, put the next one up. We're going to have three semesters. Fall in September of this year, we'll start our fall one. It will be a 10-week semester called Rooted in Christ. Then after Christmas, we'll take a break for Christmas and New Year, and in, then in January or winter 2022, we will start our second semester, which will be another 10 weeks, and it will, it's called Flourish in Life. And then after, we take a break for Easter, and after Easter and so on, we would start our spring semester, which is called, uh, what's it called? Branch out in ministry. And so we, that will be a whole year course. You only need to sign up for one semester at a time if you want to do it, see if you like it. If you do like it and you want to do the next one, then you can sign up. But our we will launch this, our first semester of Gateway Academy School of Ministry, which you will be able to do both in person and online, will begin September of this year. Let me show you the next slide. So our fall semester, Rooted in Christ, will start in, semester, in September. And there'll be three teachers, myself, Dan Taylor, and Leo de Sequeira, who is a, an author and teacher based in Calgary. Um, I know him well. He is an expert on the book of Revelation. And so this is how that semester will, will, would work. He, Leo would come up for a Saturday, and for a Saturday daytime, he would do a seminar on understanding the book of Revelation. 
And that Saturday would be the beginning of that semester. And then after that Saturday, we would have 10 Tuesday nights in a row. That is if you're doing it in person. If you're doing it online, you could do it any day or night. But 10 Tuesday nights in a row where there will be two teachings each time, one by myself and one by Dan Taylor. And we'll be going through these courses. So Leo would be teaching Understanding the Book of Revelation on one Saturday. And Dan and me, over 10 Tuesdays, would be teaching Understanding the Whole Bible, part one. Understanding like the whole Old Testament and how the Bible fits together. And also understanding personal discipleship and spiritual growth. And that would be our first semester, um, 10 weeks starting September. However, you might want a little taster of what it's like before that. Put up the next slide. So, we've called this Try It. You'll like it. We are giving you an opportunity to try out Gateway Academy. In May, we're going to do three nights. They will be on Wednesdays. Three Wednesday nights in a row that I will be teaching a session and Dan will be teaching a session. And if you go to gateway.ac slash academy, you will get all the information that you need there and you'll also be able to sign up there. And so those, you know, this year we will continue to put our roots down into the things of God. We will continue to gather here on a Sunday in person and online. We will continue to worship, to teach the Word, and to pray for people. We will continue to um, nourish, sorry, nourish and nurture our gateway groups, gateway youth, and gateway kids. But we're also going to be launching our school of ministry, Gateway Academy, and we're also prayerfully seeking God for the beginning of our ecclesias. Now, let me say something about this. All these two new things, the school of ministry and the ecclesias, they are not even, they're not even going to like financially drain the church. Like our church budget is here to keep the church flourishing. These new things will be self-supporting. So, once they're up and running. And, and so, they're going to be a blessing to the church in every way without being a drain on the church. And they're going to enable us as a church to reach beyond our city in a way that is sustainable and in a way that is led by the Holy Spirit. However, in saying that, money is still a requirement as it is every year. Every year that we haven't started Ecclesias, we've still needed money. Every year that we haven't started a Gateway Academy, we've still needed money. And so, you know that on these Vision Sundays, if you've been coming for a while, if you're a first-time visitor, I promise you, we don't just talk about our plans and then ask for money every week. We only do that every other week. We do it a couple of times a year, that's all. So this is not a normal service. But this is a service that we do ask for money. We ask you to prayerfully consider what your contribution to this year's vision is going to be over and above our regular giving. And 
It's not even, it's, it, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be an embarrassing thing to ask for money. It's a biblical thing. I want you to have a look at this passage of Scripture we're going to put up here. It says here, Joash, he was the king of Israel, Joash said to the priests, collect all the money that is brought in as sacred offerings to the temple of the Lord. By the way, when you give money, it's not kind of like it's not like at the office when it's somebody's birthday and, and they say, do you want to donate a little bit of money towards a birthday present? That's just a collection. This is a sacred offering of our finances to the temple of the Lord. Let every priest receive the money from one of the treasurers and then use it to repair whatever is needed in the temple. And then it goes on and says, Jehoiada, the priest, took a chest and bored a hole in its lid. We're not going to do that. We're not going to, you've got a cell phone. That's how you give. But in those days, they had a wooden chest. Bored a hole in its lid. He placed it beside the altar on the right side as one enters the temple of the Lord. And all the money that was brought into the temple of the Lord. Uh, let's read on. Next. Whenever they saw that there was a large amount of money in the chest... Whenever they saw that there was a what? What kind of money? What are we given today? A large amount of money in the chest. The royal secretary and the high priest came, counted the money that had been brought into the temple of the Lord and put it into bags. With it, they met all the expenses of restoring the temple. With it, they met all all the expenses of restoring, of raising up the house of the Lord. And every year, you people have been generous givers. We have made our budget at the end of each year, and you have given over and above on our vision offerings. And basically, I'm just wanting to ask that we do it again. Here, here are two decisions I want to challenge you to make. Here are two decisions. I might have it on the screen. I do. Make a decision today to give bigger than you ever have before. You know, if you've been a kind of half-hearted giver, be a full-hearted giver. If you've been a full-hearted giver, let your heart be full and running over. Okay? Let's be generous people today because we are not throwing our money down a well that it goes nowhere. We are seeing lives transformed and God's kingdom established. And secondly, over and above our vision offering today, can I ask you to think about this? Maybe think about setting up a regular automated giving. Even if you do give the same amount regularly, why don't you set it up online automated? That really helps us to know every month we can expect a certain amount in and we can make sure all the bills are paid. That would be really helpful for us. Now, I want you to get your cell phone out a minute. I need to get mine. I've I think I've left it down there. Is it on the table? Thank you. And I want to show you how you do this. If you go on a browser and you go to Gateway 
.ac, not CA for Canada, AC for Alliance Church, gateway.ac slash give. If you do that, it will take you to a page where there are two options. It says give now or pledge now. If you are wanting to give today, you press give now and it will take you to a little scroll down menu where you can give into the regular tithes and offerings or you can go down to vision offering and you can put in there how much you're giving, do all the stuff and give your offering and we will know that 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 money is for vision offering. If you want to take part in the vision offering today, but and you have a figure in your mind that you want to give, but you're not able to give it today, but you know that within the next few weeks, you're going to be able to give that amount. When you go to gateway.ac slash give, instead of pressing give now, press pledge now. And it will take you to, you can put in how much you are planning to give to the vision offering. You're just not giving it today. You could be giving it in a few weeks time. So you can use your phone to give today or to pledge today. Or if you're here in the house after the service, you can all also use the debit machine, which is out there at the uh, info desk. So I'm going to ask us all to stand. I want us to pray today. I want us to pray for ourselves, pray about the vision offering, pray for the church, and commend it all into God's hands for the rest of this year. So come on, church, let's lift our hands to heaven. Let's close our eyes. Let's focus on Christ alone the head of the church, the king of the kingdom. And let me just pray for us. Father God, I bring the whole of Gateway Alliance Church to you today. All of us who are here in person, all of the people who are connecting online, all of the people who are already part of our church family and those that you will soon be drawing in. Father, we pray that you would bless our church by helping us to always keep our eyes on Jesus, to always be led by the Holy Spirit and be faithful to the Word of God. Help all of us to put our roots down deep and to flourish and bear fruit. Bless all of our ministries, all of our groups, and all of our volunteers, we pray, Father God. And today, we pray about this offering. Inspire us, inspire our faith today, Lord, to be generous givers, to give knowing that you will give back to us again to sow a seed knowing that we shall reap a harvest. May you provide for all of this church's needs, financially, spiritually, relationally, and every way. 
And as you provide for all of this church's needs, may you provide for all the individuals and all the families in this church's needs as well, Lord. We thank you for everything you have done. And we thank you in advance for everything you're going to do because all the glory belongs to you. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people shouted, Amen. Let's give God a praise.